Hi, Divines. Did you know you can record your own podcast just like me? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Music, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum views. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one easy place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And stay divine. Hi, Divines. It's your girl, Otisia Lynette, and I wanted to give us a new introduction for Season 2. Season 2 is going to be a little more calm, a little more cool, a little more collected, a little more loving. This season is a very important season for me because it is going to finish out 2020. So I want to be more real, more relatable, more transparent. I am so thoroughly enjoying our conversation and the talks we are having. This has become very therapeutic for me. It has allowed me to look inside my own soul, my own spirit, and do a lot of reflective work, a lot of inner child work, a lot of shadow work. And I am very thankful you are on this journey and path with me. And let's continue season two. Stay divine and stay blessed. Divines, it's your girl Otisia Lynette back with another episode, and I'm I'm not nervous to do this episode. I'm kind of anxious because I'm really curious to see what the feedback will be, and if you guys, you know, are feeling this topic, you know, um, as I mentioned, this season I want to get into more adult topics or more grown woman topics if you feel me and I just I want to talk more about things that matter to us in a more um I guess tangible way like things men have shaped and misogynistic views have shaped how we as women view ourselves and sometimes we're scared to speak out against those views and those mindsets and stigmas but when we hear another woman say it it kind of it kind of makes it easier it kind of makes it softer to accept some things and you're like well okay I feel it I see it and then you know you start to unlearn and unprocess a lot of misogynistic toxic um negative mindsets you have towards yourself or you know things that concern women like I always say boys stay outdoors status you know how grown people say stay out of grown um, people business I say boys stay out of women business like stay out of my business stay. you in my business don't do that like don't do that don't period like what's what's for a woman is what's for a woman and when I say a woman I mean what if you identify as a woman if you have a woman's intuition a woman's soul a woman's spirit you're a woman point blank period so men have no have no business in that and today we're going to talk about sex sex work and judgment so I'm very like I said I'm very anxious to do this episode because 
the way a lot of people view sex, sex work, and the judgment within sex and sex work is very different. Everyone, you know, has their opinion, has their two cents, and everyone, you know, feels strongly about their beliefs. So if this is a subject that you feel strongly about and I say something that you don't necessarily agree with, then you can always DM me and we can have a conversation about it because I love like debates and people opening my mind because as I tell everyone, I don't know everything. I'll never know everything. I will die not knowing everything. I will always be a student. I love teaching. I love healing. I love educating, but I will always be a student because I will always be in the mindset of learning and trying to do better and be better. So if you, you know, if I say something, you're like, mm, I don't agree with that. I don't, I don't believe that's right. You know, let me know where I was wrong and correct me. But if you do, you know, agree with some things that I say and you would like, you know, a little more input from me, a little more education from me, then DM me also and let me know your thoughts and opinions and your views. So as I stated, we're going to be talking about sex, sex work and judgment. And first, I want to talk about why misogyny is breaking down women. Because, man, ugh, male species. Uh, I see my wife showed me a video of, uh, it's a TikTok. And it's basically a woman explaining how male worker bees well male bees drones as they are called are only used for um uh impregnating the queen and mating with the queen and after that when winter comes they are thrown out of the hive and left to die because they have no use after that because they can't fly they don't have a stinger so like what's the use and I was thinking, oh, as humans, we should do that. But no, um, this is not to bash men and hate men. There are some amazing, talented, um, open-minded, spiritual, sensitive. I have met them, um, wonderful, wonderful men in this world. And they are one of the reasons I have hope alive for the male species. But I do believe as women, we have been conditioned we have been trained, we have been taught by men and other women, sadly, that men and their views, their opinions, their thoughts on the way our bodies work, the way our bodies operate, how we feel, how we process pleasure and sex and touch and intimacy and love like they're supposed to tell us and they're supposed to you know make these assumptions and these conclusions and then whatever they they say is right I do not agree with that like I just I don't understand the need for male acceptance anymore because I've come to a realization in my head now that like in life there's so much misogyny and so many misogynistic views I had and I was you know putting that towards other women and it's like wow it breaks you down it breaks other women down it does nothing for the collective as women it doesn't help us grow it doesn't help us become better it doesn't do anything for us when we find any reason to be against another woman like no matter what it is when you find another reason to hate or to be or to wish bad upon, or to talk down about, or gossip, or lie, or whatever it is, 
in a negative connotation like Gabrielle Union said did you did you get the money did you get the job did you get the Grammy like did you get the prize for the negative energy you put out towards her because all people heard is something about her itch your little niche and now she bothers you you just look like a bothered bitch and no one wants to be a bothered bitch like don't be a bothered bitch be an unbothered bitch an unbothered bitch don't care because now you have to realize we as women all we have is each other literally all we have is each other if the presidential election of 2020 did not teach black women and i do not mean the 53 percent of the other side which that will be a whole nother episode but if this if this election didn't teach black women all we have is each other and that the rest of the world um we should just you know get rid of it um like i don't i don't know what to tell you like if this did not teach you as black women as women that like all we do all we have is each other all we do is support each other because no one is going to hold us down now this is not including the 53 percent and if you know what the 53 percent is we right here you can't see me but i can see you and we right here um i also want to discuss how misogyny has taught us that women and sex do not go together and women that enjoy sex or are comfortable talking about sex or have no problem with sex automatically must mean she's promiscuous she's a hoe she's a slut she ran through she must got a lot of kids her walls loose which trust me your penis not doing all that and his penis not doing all that for you but that's like the assumption that if you're a woman and you're comfortable in sex that just means like you're a hoe you know like that just means you are I remember being in college and a girl told she literally um she was doing a like um uh I guess like a first impressions or something on Twitter and I don't remember liking the tweet this is the funny part about this story I do not remember liking her tweet I remember seeing it but I do not remember liking it and me and her live in the same like um dorm housing thing and um like we see each other on a daily basis like we sit in the lobby and see like me and her have conversations almost on a daily or bi-daily basis and her her tweet was um what is my first impression of you or something and do not remember liking it but I do remember getting a notification and she quoted the tweet I guess she like and like it was at me and she no um it was like I thought you were a hoe and she's like sending it back to me and I was like what and for a moment I looked at it and was like bitch who the fuck are you and what the fuck do you think this is and then everything in me wanted to just get up and go to her room and cuss her out or like go downstairs and make a scene but then I had to remember why she quoted that and why she sent it particularly to me like she wanted me to know she felt like that about me it was because she was intimidated 
it was because she was not to say that I look better than her but she was intimidated by the fact that I'm comfortable talking about sex because the day before or like the night before we were all in the lobby in my um dorm and we were just all talking about like sex and I'm a very like I'm very comfortable talking about sex and I think some of the things I said or some the way it just it comes off may seem to people that are uncomfortable in their bodies and they are uncomfortable talking about sex or that feel like sex is a conversation for like behind closed doors like girl sex is the reason all of us here like what it's, it's weird so I, I realized she was intimidated and she was uncomfortable around me because my presence made her feel less sexually I guess desirable about herself you know what I'm saying like it made her feel less than and I know this because every time I would come down in like my little night shorts or like she would give me a look and it was her and other girls and I that's been my whole life like if you've seen if you know me or if you've never seen me I am four feet 11 inches proud of it I am I want to say probably now I might be like 105, 107 pounds. The most I've been is like maybe 115, 120. That's when I was in college and like I was, you know. Um, but like I'm, I'm very petite. I'm very small. Not gonna lie, I have like the the hourglass like Barbie doll figure. I have like the little voice and like with the makeup and the hair and did I like a Barbie. I'm not gonna like downplay. I am a very attractive woman. That's just what it is. Like I'm not going to downplay my looks, but and I'm not gonna be like, oh, you know, I looked okay. Like no, in college I was a bad bitch. I'm still a bad bitch now, but in college I was a bad bitch. And I knew for a fact that my presence made her and other girls and it's like I said it's been like that not my whole life but girls who are uncomfortable in their size and their weight and this is not to body shame this is not a body shame moment because I girls that are my size and me too for a for you know the record who have been around thick girls and I felt the same way that's why I'm saying I know why she felt like that because I've been in a room with thicker girls and felt intimidated and felt uncomfortable because I wasn't secure in myself and my size and my confidence confidence and my sexuality so I know that's what she was projecting on me and instead of me getting mad about it I was like that's on her like I'm coming to a realization now that you don't have to educate every single body. Like I am so annoyed when I meet someone and they're ignorant on a subject because I feel like I must educate you because the ignorance has to stop here. And that's not my problem anymore. Like now I'm realizing ignorance is something that just runs through the blood of America. Like there are always going to be people that are ignorant about just certain shit. And there are always going to be these um, stigmas and these stereotypes and these opinions. And if a person wants to have an honest conversation and an intellectual conversation and we discuss a topic and an issue and we give, um, you know, facts, opinion statements back and forth like a debate, then that's one thing. But what what would have done if I would have like, you know, got an altercation with her, got violent with her or if I would have tried to like 
you know, approach her on this stuff. Like, that's how she felt. She felt like I was a hoe because I was comfortable about sex and my sexual, you know, activity and my body. That's just how she feels. There's nothing I can do to change that. Do I care that's how she feels about me? No, it makes no difference in my life. There are going to be people that think a bunch of shit about you. It is up to you to decide whether or not you care. Like, if you care, sis, that's that's on you, I guess. But if you don't, like, don't. There's, like, your body and what you do with your body is, like, on you. There are going to always be people who feel like women who are comfortable with sex, hoes. Women who are sex workers are hoes. Like, people feel like that. And that's not true. People feel like if a woman... And I know that because I used to feel like that. I used to feel like there is no excuse to be a sex worker. There is no excuse to sell your body. There is no excuse to, and I'm not talking about women that are forcefully put into sex work and have no, you know, will and they have no, um, you know, rights when they are engaging in sex, when they are forced, they are being raped, they are being, I'm not talking about sex trafficking. I'm talking about women who openly choose to have sex for money and they're not being forced. They're not being, um, you know, um, coerced. There isn't like drug activity involved. They aren't doing it, you know, for a means of survival. I'm talking about women who are just fucking because they want a purse. Like, I didn't understand it. I'm not gonna lie. Like, that confused me for a minute. I was like, what like literally that's how I felt and then I thought about it if another girl fucked for a purse why do you care that's not your pussy that don't belong to you how another woman gets a purse a car a house or whatever has nothing to do with me you know why because whether she did it or not I wasn't going to buy the house the car the purse you know like I wasn't gonna do it so why does it matter And I think that's what we have to learn about sex work. Sex work is still work because just like you do a job, there's a job, you do your job because that's the job you love. Hopefully it's a job you like, but there is a job that you wouldn't do. Like there's a career field that you either tried or, you know, didn't even try because you knew you weren't going to like it. It's the same thing. Sex and prostitution is the oldest job in the world. Literally it's the oldest job in the world that's probably like the first job ever sex in exchange for something boom like it's been going on for thousands of years like it's just what it is so at this point it's like why is it still the stigma why is it still the dirtiness the nastiness the raunchiness behind sex work it's like it's either you mind your business or you mind your business I think entangling sex work and sex trafficking is two different things because sex trafficking is horrible. Sex trafficking is when, and it's happening right now, and I live in Atlanta, which is the largest city um, for sex trafficking in the world. So take that in mind. And sex trafficking is at at such a rampant and high rate it's almost alarming that it isn't the number one thing in the world we're trying to stop. It's like we do just enough to act like we care, but we will go so hard to end abortion rights. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
it's weird to me because there are really girls and women out there that are being forced and coerced and you know made to do some of the most horrible degrading things and yet we are concerned about Sally Lou and Sally Mae and her abortion that if she didn't get she probably would die or that came from her rapist you know what I'm saying like that is her business her decision let's help the women and the girls and the children and the people that really need our help you know what I'm saying like if a woman has made a decision about her body that is her right that is her choice and I feel like as women we have to learn to encourage uplift support and just shut our mouth sometimes when we don't agree with certain things like if you don't agree with something cool that's you but when you go to vote go to think about if that's ever going to be you in that situation go to think about that's ever gonna be you in that moment before you say i never do that and ain't no way in hell think about what would happen if you were in that situation if you still could say that like sometimes we get so caught up on the what ifs, the what ifs, the what ifs and the judgments that we never take a moment to reach out and say, I hope you're OK. I hope things get better for you. You know, I'm here for you if you need me. I'm praying for you and you you will make it. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes a person rather has encouragement than judgment. You don't even have to speak on the situation. Just say, I hope things get better. Or, you know, I'm here for you. Or, you. and sometimes, I'm going to be honest with you, some women do not find nothing wrong with exchanging sex for a gift or for money. Like, if she, some women do not come from horrible backgrounds, have horrible stories and horrible things happen to them. And now, you know, they're having sex. From, you know, sometimes they like luxury and that's what they want. And that's how, you know, they decided they want to get it. There's nothing wrong with that. That's her body. That's her choice. You need to mind your business. I need to mind my business. The world and men need to mind business. Because what a woman does, what a woman enjoys, what a woman likes has nothing to do with anybody else but that woman. So, we have come to the end of today's episode i am excited to do a second part to this it probably will be what it will be in season three and season three will come out um the end of january um maybe the beginning of february so there will be a few more episodes to the end of season two and hopefully by the time this episode comes out i finally have my website up my shop up my youtube channel has you know great videos things are going good so hopefully by the time you hear this episode click the link in my instagram bio and check out the show notes i will try to update the show notes as much as possible so make sure you are looking and staying updated i will try to have some goodies for you i have contests coming up so make sure you are staying tuned you are you know checking in keeping up with the podcast make sure you share subscribe like comment and leave a rate and as always thank you so much and stay divine bye Thank you.